welcome to the I Am A Woman podcast. My name is Jennifer Strickland, and I am here with my friend Mona Corwin. This is our final installment on the history of the feminist movement, and this time we're going to focus on the restoration of women and how we can can use our influence for the good, which yep. is what, you know, you and I have been trying to do all along. And I think that most women do want to do that and do want to use their influence for the good. What happened with the women's studies? I want to let you guys know that if you haven't listened to the last three episodes, please do, because we've gone through the first, the second, and the third waves of feminism. And in the, I think it was the third wave or second gender study or women's studies mm -hmm. came into the universities. Kate Millett. Kate Millett brought women's studies into the universities. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. Is it still called women's studies today? Oh yeah. You can get a, you okay. can get a, um, a PhD in women's studies. Okay. When did gender studies come in and how is that different? Um, it's a little bit different, but it is, you'll find it in the same spot. Okay. So it, it is the area where all of that is taking place. Okay. So gender studies has been brought in to just confuse us all more. <laughs> to, that has to do with the erasure of gender. Yes, but they've been doing that all along. That's from the very beginning. That's from the very beginning. Because remember back when I was with watching Marla Thomas? And, That's right. Yeah. Okay, the so good. the main themes that we've talked about of the feminist mm -hmm. movement were... Children are a problem. That's they why are, we, yes. They, children are the problem to women being able to do what they want to do. Okay. Children are getting in the way of children being able, or of women being able to do what they want to do. Yeah. Men are the problem. Men are in our way. The patriarch is key, not just, not just in our way. It is, they are literally oppressing us. Okay. Not, I'm, this is not truth, girls. This is what the feminist movement has always believed and still believes. That we're oppressed right. by men. Yes. No boundaries, no sexual boundaries. Oh, no. Which no. has, in my opinion, has caused- It's breaking women. Because women are so not much pain. meant for that. Women are not meant and men for that. And men are going to raise, um, when you do studies over uh, the way our social structures are, men rise to the women's uh, values and morals. So if you're, you know, I don't have to tell you girls like this. We don't have to waste time doing it. You, you actually know that right. if you're out with a guy and he wants to do something, you say, no, he won't do it. That's exactly right. That but men, the feminists will tell you different. But. Yeah. Men rise to the standard of the morality of, of the, the women woman. in a culture. Yes. Okay. So when the women in a culture- We actually make the culture better. Right. Or, or, worse. or worse. Or worse. Okay. So when women in a culture are all up with pornography and all of these things, the entire culture is going to go down. Imagine that. I think we're there. Yeah. We're hundred percent there. hundred percent. Okay. So women define themselves. No authority. Okay. Women can do anything unless it's being a wife, mother, and homemaker. So that's basically the undercurrent it's of the feminist movement. It's, it is despised. And it is not just go back at girls and listen to the um, great, the great quotes that I gave you on that. Woman, having children, it's God's design. And so it is at the core of what it, the enemy wants and what the feminist movement has been against all along. Get the woman out of the house, get her to have conflict with her husband, 
Right. That's key. Then if you get the husband to be emasculated. Right. Make him feel like less than a man. Then she's in charge. She's in charge. And if the man is not standing up and being a man and saying, you can't do this to my wife and my kids, I protect my family, then guess what? The man is out of the way and the enemy can have the wife and the kids. And the government can have the wife and the kids. We've seen that happen in low-income families where the men are out of the homes and then the government comes in with the food and all the other things and they become the provider and quote the protector. Right. And it has it has captured and locked in um, an entire culture of lower income families. And it's really sad because we are a country of fatherlessness. Yeah. Fatherlessness. I mean, but we didn't want them. We didn't want men. We told the men, we don't want you. We don't need you. That's exactly what the feminist movement did. Do you know how much we need men? Oh my gosh. Men I built do. this country. Well, not just for that, but I mean, you know, <laughs> but literally men built this country, all the railroads, come on, all the, all the roads, these skyscrapers, these men that are hanging up there building stuff. Talk about we it. We literally need men to do these things. Women cannot do those things. No. And, and no. also women, although women should be in the military, men have the protector, the fierce physical, they have the physical strength oh my gosh. to protect the family. It, it is chemical. Like our bodies, well, you just, it's, it's what I teach in authentic womanhood. Like when you see the way God laid it out and the way he created and the science behind it, like you can't deny it. And you don't want to deny it because it's so super cool. And when I see my husband and he's he's doing something, I'm like, oh, he's not doing that because he's ignoring me. He's doing that because that's what men do because they're single-minded. He's not dumb because he can't do everything. He can't multitask. He's not created to multitask. If he multitask, when a man come to the door, I'd be in trouble. Right. He's not going, okay, I wonder about this and wonder about that. And what if he does this? And what if he does that? No, he's got his gun. He's going in. Same thing when he has to go and hunt something down to feed his family. Same thing what he has to do when he goes and he goes to work and he works really hard for you and your kids. And he comes home and he's got a woman that doesn't appreciate it, that thinks he hasn't done enough and he needs to do more stuff. And he's been so browbeated and emasculated that that's exactly what he does. And to me, that's- And then we're, we're wondering why these men are, are sad. Well, because that's toxic. The What's toxic femininity- is the woman who makes her husband feel like that. That's yeah, toxic. It is. But you don't have to be that. You can be an authentic woman and not be like that. You can. You have a choice. Yeah, you have a okay. choice. Okay. So, and it's a good choice. So and we're we going like to talk about the lies and the truths yeah. of, of the... Um, <clears throat> The feminist movement. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna name the lie and you're gonna name the truth. Ready? Oh. We're gonna play a game. Okay, go. Okay, lie. We define our own truth. We define who we are, who men and women are. We define it. Yeah. Truth? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer. No. I wrote it. The down. truth is the God it's God's truth. And it starts in gender in Genesis. And here is just a little tidbit. Of, I threw my paper again. The really cool thing is that when God created man and woman, he created them equal, equally loved, equally valued. That's right. Equally made in the image of God with gifts and talents. That's right. To 
Bless the world that is out there through their gender. Do you know Mm. that of all the things that God could have called his creation of Mm -hmm. man and woman Mm -hmm. in Genesis, Mm -hmm. we're on two, he used our gender to describe us, male Uh, and female. I know. It's actually beautiful. It is so important to the Lord. Moms, again, women, again, I encourage you to wrestle with this feminist stuff. Wrestle like I wrestled. And you might just come out and go, hey, I didn't know this about this, or I didn't know this about this, or I still might kind of believe this. But take the time and wrestle with it. You're going to learn some really cool things Mm -hmm. about how God created us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as men and women. So he created us equal, but different. Yeah. And the different is on purpose. The differences between us are distinct. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. It's like I've been teaching on uh, the podcast, the, the Hebrew word for man means mm. hands on fire. Oh, I love it. And the Hebrew word for woman means breath on fire. Mm-hmm. Well, watch out. So Our we can, can either, <laughs> you can have some fiery breath. You can have mm. the voice that brings life mm-hmm. and hope. And revelation, or as a woman, you can tear him down with your words, just as a man can tear us down with his hands or build us up with his hands. That's beautiful. I love it. Right? Well, there's a scripture. It is actually another one of my favorite scriptures. I had it around this house somewhere. Um, It is uh, Proverbs Mm 14.1, and it's a wise woman builds her house, Mm -hmm. but a foolish one tears it down with their own hands. With their own hands. And the minute when I heard that, mm-hmm. I was in church one day, and it wasn't a sermon about anything, but the man just said it, the pastor just said it, and I got a lump in my throat. Mm-hmm. It was about the time of my son's nursery with the making right. it new, gender neutral. Uh-huh. And I remember that lump. I'm tearing my home down with my own hands. Right. I've done it too. I've done it too. I what you know. in the world? It broke me. Yeah, it broke me. Yeah. I'm like, I am. I'm going to figure this out. That's right. I'm going to learn how to be a woman that blesses, and I'm. I'm not going to be selfish. I'm going to be selfless. Sacrifice is loving. Sacrifice is not considered valuable in the feminist movement. Right, laying down your life. No, no such to thing. lift up th- your husband. No. Yeah. And yet that is the very thing that Jesus modeled for us he is to, us to lay down okay. our lives for and others. It, well, yeah. It's so And I so love beautiful. I love the verse from Proverbs too. Um, you know, that she would bring him good and not harm all oh. the days all the days of his life. That's oh. so convicting to me and and I Such don't I probably don't meditate on it enough, but I understand that concept that yeah. in God's economy the woman who brings good and not harm to him all the days of his life is yeah. the woman of the noble character, yeah. not the nasty character, no. the, noble character. the noble character. And we do have that choice. And we can be that woman one day and we real be right? every day. We yeah, and decide we, we that mess up, the next but, yeah. second or hour yep. we can turn we'll around tomorrow. and go, you know what? I'm going to humble myself and I'm going to lift you up. And I was wrong, you know? I'm going to just give you a quick challenge. I'm going to challenge you to wake up tomorrow morning and think to yourself, 
How can I make his day better today? Mm -hmm. Just that. It may be picking something up at the store for him. It may be cooking something special that he likes. It may, whatever it is. Yeah. Think about what you can say. So good. So good. I'm going to do that. I'm signing up for the job. Yeah, I do. Okay, number two. Lie number two. You don't need a man. Mm. Or marriage. Or marriage. The emasculating of men. Toxic masculinity. What What is the truth? To um, that lie. Well, we already did established that we would have no skyscrapers without men. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. I know they have girls up there with hard hats. I realize. I acknowledge <laughs> no, that girls can climb the skyscrapers, but men ha- men do things that women are not. Our muscles can't do. Yeah, so, they build with their hands. And I kind of and we do things that they can't do, and that is the beauty of it. Like I don't have to say, but women can do it. Well, no, there's stuff you can't do, girl. Like, I'm grown up. Like, I'm already through this. I've already studied it. Trust me. There's things you can't do. But the things that you get to do that are your things are really cool, and you should be excited about them. Right, exactly. Okay, Okay. here's another lie. Women would be happy and find themselves if they could just leave the calling of wife and mother and discover fulfillment in the world. Yeah, this has been a real problem. Um, What's the truth? The call is the, the kids are the problem. But but what's the truth? The truth is God has given us children and he's given us family. And God's idea of family is grounded in who he is. And he uses the vernacular all the time, just not as a vernacular. But indeed, Jesus said, you you know, you're my brothers and sisters, and this is my father. And just read read your scripture. All the way in the Old Testament, it was all about family. It has been all about family until this came along. Wow. Okay, so I love to ask everybody who comes on the show to you, because our, our, our goal is to restore the meaning of our name. That's hmm. why I'm doing this podcast. Hmm. So to you, what is a woman? Oh, gee whiz. This is hard, because... Um, because you know I teach it. If I had to pick, I love the softness of the of a woman. I love how women are soft strength. And when I think this is when I grasp it, a woman is like a magnolia tree. Like it's really strong. You walk by a magnolia tree, you can smell it. Like you know you've walked by something that smells good. Mm. And a magnolia flower, it's, it's strong and it's the leaves look really gentle and like they're not going to do very good and they're going to fall real quickly. You touch that leaf, that, that, that petal, it's strong and it's thick and it lasts. And the perfume is so beautiful and it's pure white because we are pure in our femininity the way God created us to be. Mm-hmm. It is a blessing to be a woman. And I love the fact that a woman is soft strength. Mm-hmm. We're soft on the outside, mm-hmm. but we're strong on the inside. This is what God, how God created us to be. And men, men are strong on the outside. And if he's a good man, he's soft on the inside. Yeah, yeah. And I love this analogy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the things that makes me the saddest, and I, I talked to some people just earlier today about this, is that the beauty of what a woman is and the wonder of what we are and how much we've lost in all of this 50, 60 years, women aren't any happier. They're really not, yeah. they're, they're no bitter kidding. and they're angry. And, and 
they're confused and the children are, are having struggles. And all of that beauty that God created in Genesis, when he said, I've created woman, it is my last thing that I've created. And he was said, not only is it good, it's very good. That that very thing, us, you, Jennifer, me, all of the women, you that are watching, the enemy is using God's most beautiful thing against him Mm -hmm. and his children, his men, Mm -hmm. and generations to come. Mm -hmm. And I think that because of the value that we have as a woman and the influence we have as women and the gentle softness that we have as a woman. I think it is worth wrestling through this and finding out what lies we've believed mm-hmm. because we have believed lies. What things we've taken into us mm-hmm. that ways that we're yeah. not reflecting yeah. the beauty of a magnolia and right. we're not reflecting it. I think it's worth wrestling with and coming to know the truth. It's 100% worth wrestling with because, you know, when you take the the lies that we've been talking about of, of this movement, not to say that, you know, people who followed it are liars or bad, bad people at all. I mean, I think the truth is you don't just believe a lie, but you live it out. Mm-hmm. And if you believe the lie that children are disposable in the womb you're going to believe that their life is not valuable and worth protecting outside of the womb. If you believe that a man can be a woman and a woman can be a man, you're naturally going to, you've exchanged the truth of God for a lie, basically. And it's going to be up to the women of God, I believe, mm-hmm. and the men of God. It's like I said on the last episode, when men and women stand together in unity, you won't stop us. No. You won't stop us. You won't win against us. No. Because that is God's design, is man and woman in unity. Do you think that the average man out there is in unity with the message of the feminist movement today? <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> Because men have been influenced by the feminist movement too. Yeah. And, um, you know, that they've been raised by feminist moms or they were Mm -hmm. emasculated by their moms, they might be okay with it. So again, we all need to look at this and Mm -hmm. say, where is, where, where have I believed a lie? Nobody likes to think they believed a lie. Mm -hmm. And, you know, lovingly, Jennifer and I have come to you, to y'all it, with love. It's not easy to just stand up and, and come against the feminist movement, FYI. It's not, it's not the easiest thing. You know, we come under attack for what we do. We're censored. We're canceled. Oh, yeah. Like, I just got canceled again on Instagram. So oh, again, like, you keep I got getting, 300 people, like, come join you me. You like, keep seriously. getting canceled. They keep I taking know. her down. What, what can we do? <laughs> but it's okay. But it, the, the point is that we can make a difference in the world. We can make that switch and that change. And I think as women, we, we, we get to do it. You want, we want to hear the good news? Yes. Okay. Here's what I'm seeing. Now I am a coach to moms. So I help moms with 
their marriages, their mothering. I love it. Cooking. So good. All this, all this fun stuff, right? So I'm seeing a trend. Yeah. That I've been seeing now for a good five years. Good. Career women are coming home. That's where they need to be. Well, especially with the screens. Well, you got the kids on social media. You mama's gotta be home. Well, they're coming home, but they're the reason they're coming home is they climbed a corporate ladder. I'm very capable. I've done all that I want to do. And now I want to have a baby. Some of uh, infertility is is definitely a problem because they've waited so long to have their babies. Mm. But when they get home, they are like, I I want to do this. And I have a MBA, like I'm pretty sure I can handle a kid. And they're getting home and going, oh, maybe I need to find a mentor. Maybe mm-hmm. I need some help. Yeah. And But I'm seeing that these women are coming home and mm-hmm. they're coming home for all the right reasons. And there is a movement of women that are saying, hey, I'm feminine. I am not a feminist. I'll guarantee you mm-hmm. in 2010, when I went out on the streets with the microphone and asked women, uh, what is femininity? Ruffles, you know, nobody could tell me what femininity was. They couldn't tell me that it was the essence of what a woman was. And I wasn't doing like Matt, Matt Walsh by saying, what is a woman? But they didn't know that either. And I was shocked that they didn't know this awesome thing that's inside of them. Yeah, because know. we are we are the one that sets the tone for the atmosphere and we have a tremendous influence. We have to remember too that anything that separates man from woman and families and children is not of the Lord. Yeah. That let, God, me read, well, let me read this quote. You're going to okay. love this quote. Read it, I know read we're it done. and then we are going to wrap it up yeah. because this has been amazing. We've had so is much it, fun with this. <laughs> you okay. with all your papers. No, I love it. Okay, I've got two quotes. The first one is from William Ross Wallace. The hand that rocks the cradle is the hand that rules the world. That's right. You may have heard that one, but how about this one from David O. McKay, the home is the first and most effective place to learn the lessons of life. Truth, honor, virtue, self-control, the value of education, honest work, and the purpose and privilege of life. Nothing can take the place of home in rearing and teaching children. And no other success can compensate for a failure in the home. That. Is that's the perfect way to end it? I knew you'd like it. I, I, I love it. it. You know, it <laughs> it's so much a part of of my life and the legacy that you know my mother, my husband's mother, have passed on to me is is the value for the home. And I just want to remind all of you women out there that what she said is absolutely true. Wrestle with it all you want. Um, you know, talk to talk to women today and just say, look, did we get to a place that's good? You know, they say to test the fruit, you know, to test the fruit. And when you see this many women behaving as victims, being so angry, being so divisive, anything that separates and divides a man and a woman is not from God. Anything that separates and divides the genders, because Yahweh, God's name, is half female, half male, half masculine, half feminine. That is his name. 
And so we are made in his image and we only find the fullness of who we're created to be when we're united. And really the, if you have a woman that wants to be a man, it's such a great loss of a beautiful woman. Because she has something. She wants to be a man. Yeah. She has something that is so magnetic and so powerful and so worth fighting for inside of her. And I think for me, that's been some of my, my greatest concerns in ministry is to look at what's happening with the girls and say, I understand why you're rejecting female, these girls. I understand why they're rejecting angry voices or women in porn or whatever else. Um, maybe they were fatherless or maybe they had an angry mother, whatever it is. They didn't have a role of femininity that they wanted to rise up to. But I want to call out what it is to be beautiful, to be a woman for them, because I think if they really understood the power of their influence, man, they could it's be so world, good. It's so good. They could be it's world so changers. They yeah. could be world changers. But as moms and women, we get to like live it. We can change this. We can yeah. change our own lives. Yeah. Not well, just, I mean, like I said, we have to get down in the dirt and start sowing seeds that yeah. look not like a wrecking ball, but like- Like they're going to bear fruit. Yeah. And the place that that begins is home. Because we want to be women that build our houses up, not tear them down with our That's exactly right. Okay, really quick, Mona, tell my listeners how they can connect with you and become a part of the Academy. Oh, Okay. So um, we have the Moms Like Us Academy, and you can go to momslikeus.org, and all the stuff is there. You can join the Academy. We have monthly experts. We have people have access to me. We have courses in there where you can learn different things. We have stepmom stuff, single mom stuff, and it is all about helping you get strategies and systems and skills so you can crush it at motherhood. And authentic womanhood is free inside of the Academy. The No Regrets Motherhood Blueprint is free. Awesome. We have lots of courses inside of there that's free. But you can also get those courses outside. And then once a year, I do a live uh, authentic womanhood. And um, we get on. And so you can ask me direct questions because that, I think, is always the best way mm-hmm. to help women. When you're wrestling with something, you just don't want to go and learn about cooking. You just want to learn what you need. And that's what we do in the Academy. That's so that's so awesome. It. And oh yeah, Instagram, if I'm still on, you can come and yeah, find me. Yeah, if they don't keep kicking her <laughs> off. moms like us underscore. Yeah, because she's such a threat to Instagram <laughs> mentoring all these mothers. But uh, listen, thank you guys so much for joining us for this series. Please share it with your friends. Hey, I have an idea. Share it with your women's studies professors. <laughs> Let's see what they have to say. And give them our email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Tell them we're available for an interview. Uh, No, thank you guys so much for joining (laughs) us on the I Am A Woman podcast. We do this because we truly, really care, truly, truly care about the future of girls in this nation. And we're going to keep speaking life into them. I am a woman, say it with me, Mona, and my my name name means life. life. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. 